With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day to join the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, we went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in re- rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, just tr- uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even in, even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now, join the Patreon, and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family. What's happening, everybody? Happy Monday, and welcome to the Rookie Rundown, a division of the DWZ Fantasy Football Network. I am your host, Memphis. You can find me on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. And joining me, as always, is the man from Kansas City himself. It is Mr. Dallas Hyder, a.k.a. at Salad Galore. Dallas, man, what's going on? Not much. Had a pretty busy week last week. Um, I actually caught up on quite a bit of rookie film of some of the guys that I uh, had not watched yet this weekend as a reprieve from the stress from last week. So I'm excited to hear um, Maddie's, you know, top rankings tonight so we can chat a little bit about some of my guys, his guys, and see what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Dallas kind of gave away who our special guest is tonight. Now, last week we had the good fortune of having Angelo at Angelo underscore fantasy on here with us tonight, we have a, a member of the team. His name is Matthew Poole, but you can follow him on Twitter at Matty Big Chest. And before we get into what this guy's up to uh, from him, now is the perfect time. People are looking to get customized MFL leagues. I know he can do some customization on Sleeper. But if you ever wanted to do a themed league, like if you've ever logged into MFL and you see that gray, red, white, and blue background, with just no no style, no taste, no class. Dude, Maddie can church it up. You want an office, the TV show, the office themed theme show? You know, for your, for your league? Maddie can do that. You want Marvel? I think I want Marvel. Maybe the next league I join, I'll have Maddie do Marvel. Uh, I'm a huge fan, but not like just the Avengers. You know, I want the Punisher. I want the Daredevil. I want Logan. I want, I want the cool, the cool kids of Marvel. But speaking of cool kids, man, his name is Matthew Poole. You can follow him at Matty Big Chest for all your graphic needs. Matty, man, what's going on? 
Dude, I'm I'm living the dream, man. I uh, I worked four days this week, so it's been a nice week. So, uh, back on the grind. Well, man, you are grinding. So, so you're working. You're working on becoming an accountant. You're wrapping up your college education, all the things you have to do to be a certified public accountant. Uh, you help us out here at the DWZ. If you're watching on YouTube. Uh, when this gets posted, you'll see he's rocking a suite. What I love about Maddie is he, if you're watching on YouTube and you have to go to YouTube and you have to see that he's wearing his own t-shirt, you know, it, it would be like going to see Metallica live in concert and seeing James Hetfield up on stage wearing a Metallica t-shirt. I love it. He also has a DWZ hat on. That is courtesy of our friends at Viridian Global. Now, Maddie designs all this stuff. If you're looking me, the, uh, the banner over my shoulder. Maddie helped create that. So just a graphics whiz, man. But what I really want to know, what I really want to know is tell us about, you know, uh, Dynasty by Design. I know it's your it's your yeah. new concept show. You've had four or five people on. I jumped on with you, Jerry, Tyler Gunther. What's going on at Dynasty by Design? Yeah, so recently we just had Will Harris and uh, Peter Howard. So uh, we, we do a 30-minute quick video, and we kind of break down – the basics for dynasty for newcomers so it's it's uh recently got on 100 views so i'm very proud of that so uh it's it's continuously growing well i i i i've been enjoying it man uh just getting a chance to have a platform to speak and uh to allow people to speak dynasty is nice so upcoming is uh, we're going to be talking rookie drafts and rookie scouting with uh, Nate NFL. So that'll be a good episode and uh, look, looking forward to it. So it's been a, it's fun, dude. Every Tuesday, it's been a blast. I've been enjoying it, and I was uh, honored to be a guest now that I, uh, I keep going further down the totem pole. You know, you hear guys like Nate NFL, like Peter Howard, like Tyler Gunther. I'm like, yep, just woo. Keep sliding to the bottom. That's cool, man. I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud of you. And man, make sure you're checking it out because a lot of times as dynasty content creators, we create content for, for each other, you know? Um, but sometimes just to get down into the basics, the blocking and tackling, we all want to do the Odell Beckham one handed catch in the end zone, but sometimes just the basics of blocking and tackling, uh, are good. So if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you're also heading over to subscribe to Dynasty by Design. Just search Dynasty by Design or Maddie Pool, and uh, you'll, you'll find my man. Now, before we get into the show, I have one thing. I'm just going to promote one thing tonight. That is our contest for our YouTube page, our YouTube channel. Um, dating myself, I guess. But over at YouTube, if you go and you subscribe, we've got a contest. And the contest consists of this. If we can get to 500 subscribers by June 1st, I will personally host your rookie draft first round. We'll put everybody in a live stream like this. I will help the commissioner facilitate conversation and trades. We will have one hell of a good time. I will be like a master of ceremonies, if you will. And then after the first round, I'll post the video live on the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel. And then when you guys get done, you can send me all the complete draft information. I will go full Mel Kuyper. I will give you guys a school type letter grade, A through F. Um, I'll, I'll just be brutally honest and we'll have some fun with it. And uh, how do you enter? Well, it's, it's pretty simple. Go to the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel. 
hit subscribe with notifications turned on. When you do that, I get an alert either via email or direct message on my phone. I copy and paste your name into a running list of names on a notes feature on my phone. When we go to pick a winner, I'll just copy and paste that over into the old wheel of names to draw the winner, and then I will find you. So how do you get multiple entries for your league? Simple. Get everyone in your league to subscribe to the Dynasty Warzone YouTube channel. So, all right, Maddie, you are going to get, just because you're part of the family does not mean you're going to get any special treatment. You are going to get the same questions we've been asking everybody, the same five questions we've asked Angelo and so many others. I'm going to start with, so what rookie are you not leaving your rookie drafts without? Uh, this has like a couple of little follow-ups. Where do you think that rookie will go in drafts? Versus where will you go up to get him to make sure that you don't leave the draft without your guy? Yeah, so that's Rondell Moore. And uh, it's it's because he's so good with the, the yak. Uh, he, he had 75% of his yards come after the catch. And uh, that's impressive for me. So I have to put him up highly. And uh, I see him going around the 108 right now uh, to the 109. In, in, in a 1QB? In a 1QB. In a Okay, perfect. Uh, so I would take him as high as a 105 in a 1QB league. Okay, who would he leapfrog for you? So if you're going to take him over at 105, I have to assume, because I know you. Tra- or, Travis Etienne. So so who's your top five then? Uh, my top five in a 1QB league would be Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, Javante Williams, Travis Etienne, uh, and Devonta Smith. But I would... In my personal opinion, Rondell Moore, I can't leave drafts without him. I would draft him over my rankings. Okay, that's a, that's a, it's a bold take. But so let me ask you this: Is there a spot that he could land in that would make you you push Rondell Moore further down your personal rankings? Like maybe he landed in, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a, of a bad situation. God, forgive me, Chicago, but he lands in Chicago. You've already got Allen Robinson. You got Darnell Mooney. You've got Cole Komet. You've got Anthony Miller. He lands there. You're not even sure about the quarterback situation. Um, is there a situation for you personally that could drive him down your draft board? I don't fade talent based on the situation. What I see on tape is a guy who can uh, really create after the catch, and that's something that uh, that teams, teams are uh, really scheming well. So uh, I, I'm not going to fade him based on where he lands. Uh, I think he's a, just a very talented wide receiver. You know, anyone who can squat 600 pounds and not he, – he sh- his hamstring injury, first of all, in college, he should have torn his ACL. There's no way that he shouldn't have torn his ACL, but his lower body is so torqued up that he did not tear his ACL. So he, all he had was a hamstring injury, which he had nursed for a year and a half. Uh, but, you know – he, he's uber talented. I, I can't say enough about the kid. So I'm just not, I'm going to stop talking about him now. All right. I'm going to throw it over to, uh, to, to Dallas. Now, for those that don't know, Dallas is a Chicago fan. He roots hard for the, uh, the Navy and gold or Navy and orange, excuse me. So, uh, Dallas, I, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, but I know you like Rondell Moore as well. Yeah, correct. So for me, I have Rondell Moore as my wide receiver four in the class. Um, I am right now flip-flopping between him and Elijah Moore as my, my four and five. I see them playing a very similar role at the next level, and I can't really decide which one I like more. Um, 
ironically, both last name more. So uh, sitting at four and five for me, but I think one has the extreme explosiveness that you're looking at with Rondell Moore, while the other has the extreme elusiveness when it comes to the route running aspect and Elijah Moore. Um, the physical tools that Rondell Moore has, you just can't teach wide receivers, which is an aspect that I look for in prospects, which is why he's so enticing. Uh, like you were talking about, some people call him injury prone, injury susceptible. Um, that was really the only major injury that he had was that hamstring injury. And like you said, he was able to avoid anything that was catastrophic. Uh, I am a little bit nervous about said hamstring going forward. Uh, not that, I think it's going to be a huge issue, but typically if you have a really bad tear, it's something that pops back up later on. So it's just something I'm keeping my eye on, but I'm right there with you. He should definitely be going against, um, not against, ahead of those cutesy picks that a lot of people are going to be doing by putting Terrace Marshall into the first round when they don't want to take in guys like Rondell Moore. So I'm firmly with you at that. I don't know if I would take him at 105. That's a little rich for me. But I do agree that he should definitely be going against any of the other guys, even Jalen Waddle. I'm not a huge Jalen Waddle guy, as everyone knows. Uh, I would be taking Rondell Moore above most of those guys. Now, now for me personally, I, I want to hit on a couple of things. One, I like uh, Rondell Moore quite a bit as well. I have him as my 105 in this class, so I have him in my top five, and I have him at 109 in a first round one QB. So I, I'm a big fan as well. But one thing I want to say that, that Maddie said that is very appropriate and dynasty GMs need to keep that in mind. You don't fade the guy. Let's go back a couple of years to a young man uh, out of uh, Ole Miss named AJ Brown. He went to a spot that we all thought was crap. Marcus Mariota started the season as the quarterback. Here comes Ryan Tannehill. And I remember in super flex drafts that year, he was going between 201 and I saw him go as late as 205 in some of the drafts that I was in. So we can't make that same mistake twice. You know, a mistake that goes uncorrected counts as two mistakes. So I, I think that is very good. And for me, I could see him, for me, my rankings are not like set in stone. They are merely a, a, a brief imprint right now. And the more information that comes out, the more they will change. And that will go all the way up until the draft. And then I will submit. I actually updated mine over the weekend. So I love it. I love Maddie's mindset about not fading the talent. And so, Maddie, so we like to go both ends of the spectrum. So if you're not leaving your drafts without Rondale Moore, who are you not going to be taking in rookie drafts based on where you're seeing them go? Now, obviously, any of us will take anybody depending on where they land and what the ADP is and if you're getting a value. But at where you're seeing him go currently in rookie drafts, who are you going to be passing and why? Is it because you see him going too high? You know, Dallas touched on a rookie that he didn't like already, and it's a rookie that I don't like as well, and that's Jalen Waddle. I'm not a big fan. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of speedsters, so I, I fade speedsters under 200 pounds, uh, you know, so there's – not a lot of love for Jalen Waddle from me in this class, uh, so I won't. I won't be taking Jalen Waddle in the first round. Is that because well, you just took my next follow up question? Is that because currently, you know, he's going around somewhere around one hundred six, probably between one hundred four and one hundred seven in rookie drafts. That's just too too high for your blood. You don't like the yeah. You don't like the value. If he's there at the two hundred one, I'll I'll take him. 
but you know, I want to take him before that. So you need him to fall down your draft board a little bit. So what about you, Dallas? Well, I'll, I'll give you because, by the way, after this show, we're going to do a bit of a moratorium. We're not going to allow too much more Jamar Chase and ETN and, and Waddle. We need to do you guys a solid and start getting into the, the, the real nuts and bolts. So you know what? I just made an executive decision. So be prepared. Uh, we'll get maybe two to five people in here with us next week. And we're going to do a two-round rookie mock draft with no first round. We are going to set the first round before we even hit the record button. And we will start at the 201, and we will go through the 312. So we'll do that next week. We'll do an official mock draft here live on the show. So uh, here you go, Dallas. Here's your last chance to hang Jalen Waddle like a pinata from a tree, spin yourself in a couple of circles, and whack that man with a stick. Go ahead. Have, have at it. All right. I'm not going to bury the man. Uh, like I said, I, I like the prospect. He's a fine individual. He has a lot of explosiveness. He's a good prospect. He's going to go in the first round at the very latest, the beginning of the second round. I just am in the firm position of where he is going to go. I do not want to take him. There's a lot more risk than reward when it comes to him. Uh, basically everything that we're doing is a projection for him. He's never officially broken out based off of a metric standpoint or just in general, a full season standpoint. He never was the guy during uh, basically the last three years. We're saying that he was during the first five games of this season, but I don't know that we can honestly say that with the numbers that Smith put up. Uh, he was on pace with what Smith was putting up. But again, got injured, a lot of projection. Don't use your first round pick on a projection. Use your first round pick on a sure thing. That's my argument. All right. Well, you guys know I do like Jalen Waddle. I like his punt returner background. I like the speed. Um, but for me, it's really going to come down to the system. I could see him easily falling as low as my 106 if he were to land with a, with, with, We'll call it sketchy quarterback play. You know, I know Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, GMs wouldn't like it, but if he lands in Atlanta, I'm, I'm in. Uh, I, I like Matt Ryan, veteran quarterback. He does a little bit something different than Julio and Ridley do. But if he winds up again, I don't want to keep beating up the Bears, so I'm not gonna, you know, if, if he winds up in a, in a bad spot like New York with a fellow rookie QB, that might make me nervous. And as much as I like Daniel Jones, I mean, maybe that makes me nervous too. So I would prefer that he lands with a veteran QB and a veteran either offensive coordinator or a, a head coach that's got an offensive pedigree like an, like an Andy Reid or like a, like a Sean Payton. Like him and him in New Orleans would be great. I know it's probably going to be Jameis Winston, and we'll talk more on Tuesday about the – uh, $140 million faux contract given to Tyson Hill, but he's still my guy. I still, I still like the, the speed profile. I like the athletic profile, but, uh, to be determined on Waddle. All right, Maddie, next big question. I, I want to say sure. something there. Sure. You, you said you like a punt returner. Uh, there's a guy in this class who, who's pretty good at punt returning and he's a speedster and his name's Diami Brown and you should watch for him. He's going to be going later than Jalen Waddle. He's a better value. He he has better breakout age, uh, and he's actually closer. If he's there was a statistical chart that came out, and he was charting uh, on his team's average closer to uh, 
What about uh, Justin Jefferson on the chart in his uh, senior in his junior year? So uh, it was pretty impressive. So, what do I you make about Brown's George. drops? So there, there, there's know, there's words going around that he's a bit of a drop artist. Does that make you nervous? It does make me nervous, and that's why he's faded at his eight. Like that's why he is faded to the second round. Like he's not a first round talent because he does have drops. But you know who else has drops? Deontay Johnson. So you know there, there's talent. There's talented uh, wide receivers, and they have drops. But you know at this the next level, if he can work on it and fix it, then it, you know it's it sucks. He's got to go. But you know I think he'll. He'll work on it, fix it with a jugs machine, man. Well, get that man, get that man a shield, and get this other man a jugs machine. <laughs> All right, who who is your most overrated rookie in this class? And can you tell me why you feel he's overrated for you personally versus the consensus? Um, you know that's hard because you know I just touched on Jalen Waddle, but uh, if we're talking a super flex league. Uh, I might say Trey Lance because I'd rather have Mac Jones. Um, I think that Trey Lance at the QB4 is bold. I think that Trey Lance should be the QB5 and Mac Jones should be the QB4. Uh, I like the accuracy that Mac Jones has, and uh, I just prefer his overall, uh, what he's given us from college play. Uh, You know, it's very reminiscent of what Joe Burrow has done over his career, you know, just stepped in and just been dominant. And, you know, that's what Mac Jones did. So I, li- I like what Mac Jones has done. And, you know, all the receivers prefer Mac Jones over Tua that have played with both of them. Um, so that that speaks to his character. So, you know, I really like Mac Jones. So, you know, this might be a pro-Mac Jones take. Um, but, you know, I don't know if that's what you're looking for. But, you know, I like Mac Jones a lot. Well, I like Mac Jones a lot as well, but I also like Trey Lance. So I'm going to throw it to Dallas. Dallas, break the tie. Now, they're different quarterbacks, and you would like them for different reasons. But are you a pro Lance guy? Are you a pro Jones guy? Do you like both? You see, I like both. But for me specifically, I'm going to take the upside of Lance. Um, I know that there is some sketchiness going on with pretty much anything where a player is not playing a lot of games, which is what we have with both of these prospects. Um, I think Joe Burrow last year was one of the exceptions to the rule. He wasn't the, hey, the rule no longer applies, so let's just take everyone who has a year worth of starting experience and throw them in. But if I'm picking between four and five, I'm going to pick the quarterback with the more illustrious and alluring traits that Lance has because he's a freak athlete. I am extremely disappointed that he did not run the 40-yard dash at his pro day this week. I feel like if he had put up a fast time, he would have skyrocketed his stock. So I don't know if he's just planning on saying, yeah, guys, I'm fast. Trust me. But I feel like that actually hurt him in the long run. So there was nothing that came out with an injury or anything like that, which was a little weird. Um, But for me, I'm going to take Lance over Jones. I do like Jones's accuracy. It's my favorite thing about him. We've talked at length about Jones the last couple podcasts, so I'm not going to go into details of why I like him, but I'm going to take Lance over Jones just from a ceiling aspect in the quarterback and position. I'm not, I'm not saying that I don't like Trey Lance because I have five quarterbacks going in the top ten, so, you know, in the NFL draft. So I think that 
there, there's very talented quarterbacks in this class, and they're all uber talented. It's it's like it's just a matter of upside. I like the accurate quarterbacks, so give me Mac Jones. That's what that's what I like about him. Man, see, you guys are making me split between two of my absolute favorite quarterbacks in this class. I just kind of throw Trevor Lawrence out. I, th- I think he's kind of the uh, the base, and then everybody else is, you know, what we're working with. I, I love the the quote unquote toolsy guy who comes up because I'm now I've I've now stopped getting so consumed by measurables, at least um, like statistics when I say measurables, like stats in college and games played. I'm looking at traits. I'm looking at you know, how does this guy play the game? I love the fact that Trey Lance has taken a ton of snaps under center. I love the fact that even though he didn't run at his pro day, it didn't hurt Lamar Jackson and it didn't hurt Kyler Murray. Now, I'm not saying he's anywhere near as fast as those two guys. I'm just saying I like the traits that I've seen on film. And I was having this conversation with some people on Twitter because, you know, most people would call that an argument, to be honest with you. But I was just, you know, trying to keep it casual and, you know, if Trey Lance lands in Carolina with Joe Brady and Matt Rule, he'll spring to my number two quarterback in this class. I, I just, I can't not do it. I've got two great offensive minds and, and, and two, and don't forget a ton of talent around him. So it would be very hard not to like Trey Lance in Carolina. Um, Mac Jones, I, I've said it before, but I love the intangibles. Yes, I know he could win a dad bod contest. I, I, I dig it. But you know what? He's an alpha, and other alphas respect him. Maddie mentioned it earlier. You know, when uh, Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle both said if they had to choose, they would choose Mac Jones, even though they actually played more games with Tua. That speaks volumes to me at the Senior Bowl. So I, lo- I love both. I refuse to pick against my two favorites. So uh, I'm going to move on to underrated. Maddie, here's a chance. This is this is the one where I love the guests to have their opportunity to shine. Who is the most underrated? rookie in this class um you know there's a byu wide receiver who is very good and his first name is uh slipping me right now but i believe it's max dilm and uh he's he's really good man uh he's a smaller receiver but you know he made zach wilson look really good on some uh contested catches so He's a guy that I'm getting in the third to fourth round of my rookie drafts because he's just a slender white guy. Nobody wants him. So, but I want that kind of guy. He's scrappy. Uh, he fights for everything, man. So, you know, he he comes down with contested catches that you wouldn't think he could come down with. And he always gets open for Zach Wilson. He, under, he understands zone awareness, which is a big thing for wide receivers. So he knows where to sit in zone defense. Um so, you know, that's that's a huge thing for wide receivers, like a slot re- wide receiver, which he will be in the NFL. Uh, you know, this is a guy that I'm projecting to be a, a sleeper uh, that could end up as a wide receiver three in the NFL if he ends up on a – if he ends up drafted. Uh, just just put it out Well, let, let me – so I, I've not heard this name. So say his name again. Max Dillon. Max Dillon? And, yeah, I, think it's, and, I think it's reverse. I think it's Dax Milne. Dax Milne, yeah, yeah, it's it's reverse. I think you had the front, first two letters wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I pulled on Memphis. What yeah, I, I'm I'm horrible about that. So so when I hear white guy slot receiver, are are we talking Chad Hansen? Are we talking Julian Edelman? Are we talking yeah, Hunter Renfro? Because there's a huge gap between in Wes Welker. You're talking Chad Hansen. You're talking okay. fast. He's fast. He's he's athletic. Um, Chris Hogan. Um, 
this guy, he he looks like he played lacrosse as well, but you know he didn't. Um, it's Chris Hogan's not very not a the best uh, white white wide receiver, but you know I wouldn't even compare him to a white like he he just understands. I wouldn't compare him to any wide receiver because he just he just understands how to play the position. He understands how to read defense. He knows what's coming. He knows where to go. Uh, he knows what to set up for the QB if it breaks down. So you know this is something that I like to see from my because this is what I saw from when I when I was scouting Zach Wilson. You know I saw this kid just scouting Zach Wilson alone, uh, and he just he popped. You know that's something he caught my eye, and you know that's just something that you know it's it's nice to see because you're, you're scouting one player, but you actually get to scout another because you get to see uh, two players at once. So you know Matt, Dax Milne. Uh, very impressive, and uh, I I think he's a stud. I think he's going to end up like an Adam Thielen. Uh, oh, there, there, there's another name. Well, what about you? I I, I saw your face because you obviously knew who this was, Dallas. So give us your uh, your take on Mister Milne. Yeah, so I was with you, Maddie, until you said he was fast. Uh, I I don't think he's fast. I think he's going to run he's, like he's got burst. Yeah, I, I think he's the definition of he's got slot burst for a solid five yard separation, and then he immediately gets caught up by every corner that's like covering him. That's why every single ball you see him catching is that contested catch. So he's got strong hands, but realistically, he's going to run four sixes, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was high four sixes. Um, that's actually one of the biggest issues I have with Zach Wilson as a prospect and why he's not in my top three quarterbacks. He's either four or five for me is because he's throwing contested balls all the time, partially because of his wide receivers not getting open and partially because he's a little bit late on his reads. Um, But Dax is, I, I think he's closer to Chad Hansen. He doesn't have the speed that you're going to be looking for. And I don't think he has quite the feel that you're going to get from a Julian Edelman who was absolutely prolific. Uh, I think he will find a role in the league but I don't foresee him being fantasy relevant at the next level. So this is a just a first disagreement of the night for us. No, hey, I I, I want to learn, man. I, I, that's awesome. I, I just I just love the. I don't want to say divisive because everybody in this group is always very kind to one another. But I love the difference of opinion. How Maddie could have Zach Wilson so high, but he's your QB four. Um, I'm sitting here trying to play peacekeeper. I, I love everybody. There's very few guys that I that, that I don't like, but I, I I'm writing that name down. I'm going to add that to the research pile. All right, Maddie, we'll get you out of here on this one. Give us your next James Robinson. Now this is not. Hey, we're going to expect you to give us a rookie who goes undrafted in the draft, who goes on to be a top five six running back on the season next year. But give us a small school guy to keep a name on. Uh, to keep an eye on, rather, uh, for this draft class? Uh, you know, he's not really a small school guy, but he's a small name. Demetric Felton, UCLA. Uh, he is a slot wide receiver slash running back. He is a J.D. McKissick kind of running back. Uh, and he's a guy that I think could have a lot of fantasy relevance in PPR leagues. If you're in a full-point PPR league, get this man. Uh, don't. Don't don't screw around. If he go if he gets drafted, he's going to be used uh, in an in a uh, role like a Naheem Hines or a JD McKissick, and it's going to be it's going to be fantasy relevance. So it's going to be value there. I, I like him. We we've actually brought him up a couple of times. Uh, I know Dallas 
likes him as well. I'm curious, Dallas, where do you think he'll get designated at on MFL or Sleeper? Do you think he'll have the running back designation? Or is he the kind of guy that you hope gets the wide receiver designation that also plays running back? Yeah, I he's a tricky one. He is going to be that player who's kind of like Lynn Bowden coming out where it's no one's going to know until the second that he's drafted what position they're expecting to draft him as. Uh, I expect him to be a wide receiver. I don't expect him to be a running back just because his decision-making in the backfield is not very good. A lot of his big plays that you saw, um, Matt Waldman had a a really good in-depth breakdown on him, but um, specifically the big plays that you see are the wide open lanes that he then can absolutely torch people. So you compared him to JV McKissick. I think that's actually pretty good. He has very solid hands and his speed is next level. If you get him in a straight line, it's very Etienne-esque to where you're not catching him. Um, there, there was a play, I think it was, I, I want to say it was against San Diego State where he slips one tackle in the backfield and then cuts the angle on like four guys for a 90 yard touchdown. It was one of those plays where I was like, all right, I'm going to circle you because you are very quick. So I enjoy him a lot. I think he's going to be very good as a slot receiver, but he needs to commit to the position. If we put him in a gadgety role, I think that'll actually hamper him at the next level. Definitely. All right, there you go. Five good rookie questions with our good friend, Matty Big Chest. You can follow him on Twitter at Matty Big Chest. Uh, we'll be back here next week, guys. Little mock draft Monday. We'll get back to our roots. We'll get back to doing some mock drafts. We'll try to have, uh, I don't know, something divisible by 12. Two, four, six. Uh, we'll have, we'll have some number of drafters here with us on the rookie rundown and we'll go super flex tight end premium rounds two and three. So we'll have that all prepared for you next week. Maddie, what else do you want these people to know? Where they can they find you? How can they get if they want to do a if they want to do a MFL custom, you know, for their league, how do they find you? Yeah, man. So uh, find me on Twitter at Maddie Big Chest. Uh, you know, you can find my show page at Dynasty X Design, the the X for buy and uh, you know design. So uh, DM me on Twitter. Uh, you know, this is something I do as a hobby. Uh, you know, I like to make these leagues. So hit me up. Uh, it's it's really fun for me to see the uh, outcome and be able to share with others. Uh, you know this this is something that is is a passion for me as well so i like to be able to do these marvel leagues because i like marvel you know i like to be able to do these cool icons because there's something that i put passion into so uh if you get it you know you're putting i'm putting passion into this project for you guys and uh you're not you're not just uh getting the the uh rip and dip from uh other other people that do the uh league sites you're getting a, a full uh experience from Maddie Big Chess. There you go. Uh, and I can co-sign that. I have uh, fleeted, and maybe I'll do some tweeting out of some of his work. I've uh, I've seen it firsthand. I'm in some of the leagues that he's done. So at Maddie Big Chest, if you're looking to get your MFL league straightened out. Dallas, you got anything for these people before we get out of here? 
Uh, yeah, actually, I've been working on a little piece um, that I'm going to give to you guys. I am going to be doing positional, I'm calling them Oklahoma drills. Uh, a lot of the prospect comparisons that you see out there in the rankings are ranking players that do not fit the same molds going into the NFL. I'm going to be doing one-on-one comparisons of big body wide receivers, slot wide receivers. I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the pros, the cons, and then which of the two prospects you should be targeting if they're both on the board in your rookie draft. So that's going to be a continuing series that I'm going to be doing leading all the way through draft season. Well, there, there you go. A couple of good guys to follow at salad galore. That's Dallas backwards galore on Twitter. And you can follow me at DWZ Memphis. Make sure you're tuning in, subscribing, get entered in that contest so that I can host your first round of your rookie draft um, because when I get going, I can bust you. I can bust all your league mates chops. We can have a lot of good, t- uh, good times. We can make fun of some people. We can laugh. We can cringe together when someone takes Trevor Lawrence with like the one Oh four and a one QB league and just, you know, we'll, we'll let a pin drop, but a lot going on. We will be back here. I may do a special bonus 15 minute podcast tomorrow as the NFL's legal tampering period is underway. Last year on that first Monday, we had the DeAndre Hopkins news. We had we had a lot going on that first day of legal tampering. So we'll be with you all week long here at the DWZ. But on behalf of these guys, one's named Dallas, one's name's Maddie, my name's Memphis. And remember, here at the DWZ, we're just trying to make the world a better place for fantasy football. We'll talk to you real soon, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Are you looking for a reminder of your fantasy football greatness? Are you looking for something to set your league apart from those dime a dozen jabroni leagues out there then head over to trophysmack.com and hook your league up with the best trophies in the game today and not only will you get the best trophies in the game today you can get a free championship ring up to a 59.99 value by entering in the promo code dwz ring you pick out your trophy which one do you like you put it in the cart, you add the ring to the cart, you add the promo code DWZ ring, makes the ring free, and your league is now a step above the league down the street. So if you're looking for the best, you want to be the best in the game, you want to have the best league in town, go over to trophysmack.com, get that trophy, get that ring, use that code DWZ ring, and let's have a big season. Hey, fellow Warzone listeners. My name is Zach Camps. Uh, I'm not golfing or slinging my hands a monster. I'm usually thinking about Dynasty Fantasy Football. A couple months back, I joined the Patreon just to take my Dynasty passion to the next level. And I'll tell you what, well, let's just say there's writer downers for days in the Patreon. The member, you get access to the bonus pod where the guys take the filter off and talk about a wide variety of topics that maybe they won't cover on the normal show. You also get access to Memphis and Jerry for one-on-one advice, personal dynasty dilemmas. They'll tackle them for you, help you out with it. You just don't get that anywhere else. But I'd say my favorite part about the Depth of Patreon is the uh, the group chat. Tell you what, these guys are some excellent minds, tons of fun. The fire in there is amazing. Great platform to post trade questions, debate rookie values, share insight, interact with some cool people from across the globe. You know, Shout out to those guys in Australia. They're blowing my phone up all the time. You know, the best part is there's no Twitter trolls or Facebook trolls arguing about stuff they don't know anything about. So uh, if you want to enjoy your dynasty experience even more, win those championships, pause the podcast right now, sign up, and you can thank me later in the group chat.